Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. And this is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we're talking about summer. Summertime. It is the summer of 2019, the one and only. And we want to have a good conversation about how to make the most of this summer. Yeah, you don't want it to slip past you and all of a sudden school starting, fall's coming and you go, oh man, what did we do this whole summer? Right. Or you get to the end of the summer and you look back and you realized that it's over and you missed it. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do in order to make sure we, you know, capitalize on it? Yes. Well, I think the time to have that conversation is now. If you want to be purposeful this summer, then let's have a conversation right at the front end of the summer, not in the middle of it or after the fact. Actually, the other night I was laying in bed. You know how I do a lot of my best thinking, like in bed when you're sleeping? Yeah, me, me too. I do a lot, <laughs> yeah. a lot of great thinking. It's called dreaming uh, for you. But I was laying in bed and I had some summer ideas fly into my brain. Wow. What was that even like? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> Clarity. Just the clouds parted. Everyone was singing. Hallelujah. See, and I climb into bed and my mind just shuts down. I know. I watch you. <laughs> it's like sayonara, Mark. Yeah. You're asleep. Yeah. But okay, so I had ideas come to me for summer and what, I, what I've learned is to email myself the ideas so that I can deal with them in the morning and not just keep myself awake. But mm-hmm. it's like, I'm already going, what, what's coming and how can I best prepare for it? Because I don't want it to just be on my front doorstep and be shocked that it's here and almost go, what do we do now? And so I guess what we want to do in this episode is talk about how to make the most of your summer. And what you're describing is one of the things that you need to do if you want to have, if you, if you want to make the most of your summer, you need to have a planning component. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we talk about planning, I just want to take a step back and think about the concept of summer because I think there's a biblical category for this concept. The Bible uses different terms maybe than we do, but it has the, the concept of rest. It, that's a, a very important biblical concept. And there's the concept of seasons, and seasons come and seasons go, and um, summer is one of those seasons. So let's summer think. is one of the seasons. It, it is. <laughs> Did you know there's there's four there's four seasons, oh. and summer is one of them. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Well, we got to think rightly about it and realize that rest, as you're talking about, is. Can, you know, told that we're supposed to do that in the Bible. We're supposed to rest. And so that this is a time where, especially for kids on summer break, for moms, you know, if things change, there's there's an element of more rest, you know, kind of taking a step back from the normal schedule. Yeah. The quick pace, the routine, you know, having something from 8 a.m. to 6 every day, that type of stuff, and kind of a more of a break to rest and recharge Yes. And so ideally you would enter into the school year in the fall, having rested a little bit, taken a break and kind of in a position where you're ready to go for a new season. Um, But when it comes to rest, I think it's important. God calls us to rest. He models it for us in the creation account. But I think one of the important things to be careful about when it comes to rest is just avoiding the, the trap of viewing rest as my time. A Christian worldview, I think, would say that God owns you. That means all of your working time and all of your resting time. And so I think a really important realization for us as Christians to make is God owns it all. So 
all of my time is for him, including my rest and leisure time. And so I think I made that commitment years ago that I was going to give God all of my work time and all of my leisure time. And that's a transforming sort of perspective to bring into your rest. Yeah, and that's something that our kids don't know. I mean, it's it's already like, summer's coming, I get to do whatever I want. Yeah, you know? well, everything's all about me when you're <laughs> yeah, kids, yeah. That, but it's like more so now, no school, no homework, I'm putting my backpack away, and it's just all about me. And I think we have to, you know, as parents, make sure we communicate to our children that it's not all about you. <laughs> and it's God good. is... Is and we communicate uh, that to ourselves. Yes, yeah. Speak it to ourselves and speak it to our children. Oh, and that we just need to make sure we're teaching our children that even through rest, that we're still honoring God and making sure we acknowledge he's in charge of it, like you're saying. Yeah. So another concept from the Bible is that seasons come and seasons go, and the author of Ecclesiastes wants people to recognize that the change of seasons is out of our control. And it is in the control of a sovereign king, ruler of the universe. And so God controls the seasons. God brings about change. We are called to respond appropriately and change with the seasons. And so here, Mm -hmm. you know, our our family, things are going to change. Our kids are no longer in school for the next couple of months. The weather's different, like things are different. And so rather than sitting back and fighting the change and thinking, oh, I don't like the summer. I don't like when things are different. I don't like this schedule. We would be wise to shift with the changes and make the most of them. Yeah, I've already heard from a few moms who are like dreading summer and that's possibly showing Mm. the wrong perspective like you're talking about here where they're like, what am I going to do with these kids? You know, they're in my home staring at me. Uh, oh no. And they've got, you know, kind of a look of fear and terror that all the children will be home and I've got to keep them busy and I've got to, you know, come up with amazing things, but they're not may- maybe embracing this concept of it's a new season and let's look at it with joy and let's look at it with opportunity and let's plan ahead and let's be prayerful and let's not uh, complain and be upset that things are changing. Yeah. I don't want to go through the various seasons kicking and screaming. You can do the same thing with winter. Oh, great. Winter's coming. It's going to be right. raining. It's, right. you know, the weather's going to be bad. I don't want to go outside. I miss summer. We, we can fall into this trap, whatever the season is, whatever the change in circumstance and life is. But I think the wisdom of the scriptures calls us to make the most of various opportunities. And with that, with it being a season, we know that it's temporary. Yeah. Like fall is going to come, you know, change, change is going to follow. And um, so th- there is a very temporary nature to the season that we're in right now. That's been a good thing in previous summers, because one summer in particular, you were eight and nine months pregnant Ooh. during the summer, oh. right? So pregnant. Yeah. And so just it was hot. Let's just yeah. say when you're pregnant, you're already hot, tired, getting bigger and bigger like a boat. And yes, then all of a sudden, just like one. It's, <laughs> it's hot and it's extra sweaty and your ankles are, are expanding. And then being uh, married to you, you know, my, my pastor husband, we, uh-huh. we go on this big vacation with 500 teenagers. Did you just call it a vacation? <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a slip. Yeah. We go on a 
what is it called? A, a camp. A Re- camp. Revival. A revival camp. Ever heard of it? <laughs> no, I, yes. And uh, it was just crazy hot. It was yeah. days before my due date. Yeah. We're running around, you know, games with all these teens and teaching the Bible and away at Lake Havasu of all things. And uh, Yeah. It oh. sounds like it's all still kind of a blur in your mind. I, I you don't can't know. Even I didn't know. The details. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. It's like a zombie walking yeah. through summer. Yeah. No. Cool. All right. So summer's a good thing. Yes. God created. Yep. God creates rest. He creates change. We want to make the most of these things. Uh, so how do we do that? The, the planner. I'm looking I across know. the I table just, at the planner. I, I'm rubbing my hands <laughs> together like, yes, this is where it's, it's time. the time is now. Yeah, I think we need to plan for summer. And I think that I think we need to be spontaneous <laughs> for the summer, <laughs> which is why we're such a great team, because we, we do come into so many things with that perspective. Yeah. No, we do need to plan. So let's talk about it. And we've, t- we've been talking about ways to just kind of step back. And I think one first thought that came to mind as I wanted to plan my summer was I wanted to make sure you and I were wisely assessing where our family is at, where we are at, and where our children are at. And therefore, when I can kind of step back and say, how are we doing in this area and this area? How are my kids doing academically? How are my kids doing with their daily Bible intake? How am how are we yeah. training them? Mm-hmm. How am I doing teaching them chores? And how are they, you know, how specific are they being? How, you know, lazy are they being with that? I mean, how are they doing in serving others? You know, what kind of activities do we need to be in? If we step back and assess where we're at now, I think that will help us to plan better in looking at our summer as a whole and seeing some greater goals of things we want to achieve in our children's lives, even specifically with each child, but stepping back and saying, "Mm, I'd really like to see them be here by the time summer ends and making those goals set now so we can try to achieve them throughout a whole period of time where we have (laughs) oodles of time on our hand, hands, uh, both hands. (laughs) Okay. So wait, so if I'm understanding what you just said correctly, it's important to do an evaluation or an assessment mm-hmm. because the results of that assessment will show you maybe what your goals ought to be for right. each particular kid or each, you know, or d- different important categories of life. Right. So one thing we've been talking about is chores. Where are our kids at in their chores and where do we would like them to be? And something as simple as how do they clean their rooms? I'd like to tackle that a little bit better this summer. So that's going to go on the list of chores that I want to spend some focused effort on. What does it look like when I say, go clean your room? What are my expectations? I want to break it down for them. I want to help teach them. And I want to make that a goal over the summer. And I have that in a variety of areas, not just their rooms, yeah. but you know, well, other hit, chores. Hit me. T- tell me what some of your other goals are. Uh, like cleaning <laughs> the toilet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're teaching the kids chores. But, um, let's so how see. did the assessment of that one go? <laughs> They're not very good at it. They think it's clean, but there's still pee there. And so it's gross. And so, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just doing better in that area. But other areas besides chores, as I've thought through, you know, just um, Bible. What does our Bible time look like? I'm I'm trying to reassess that with kids who are now able to read, write as they're growing. What can I do more? What can how can I level our Bible time a little bit better for the older kids? Um, Great. there's a lot of different aspects to just step back and, and assess. That's good. I think one more aspect of planning is for the husbands here. And 
I think we need to, I, I was given a gentle reminder about this <laughs> concept, I wonder which I was do. really helpful. And I'm going to now give a gentle reminder to all the husbands, uh, because this is important. And the reminder is this, um, summer is, especially if you have kids, majorly different for your kids. They don't have school, but that has huge implications on your wife if if she's at home with the kids all day. She just went from having a portion of the day where the kids are gone at school to now having all day, every day, having to figure out how to fill the time effectively. So it's it's more work, it's extra work, and... Um, amen and amen. Yeah. And what that means is I can't come home the same way I come home during the school year. I need to come home with a mentality that I've got to give my wife more breaks or time off because she's had more work hours during the day than she typically has. So that shifts for me a little bit and I ought to maybe take on some more responsibility, um, taking the kids out of the house or on an adventure and just kind of freeing you up to get more pockets of rest that you typically get when the kids are at school, but you're not getting during the summer. Yeah, I'm so glad someone reminded you of yeah, that. Yeah, it's really nice how that <laughs> happens, huh? But it is true. There's going to be an adjustment period for me, I'm sure, of just having all four in the house and me being a little bit more tested in my patience, being a little bit more tested in my problem-solving help with them and it being more tested in things for a you know long stretch of the day that when you get home, I might be tempted to say, here they all are see you later, you know, to go out on a walk or get a few minutes to myself. So it'll be helpful if we're united in that thinking a bit. Totally. All right, Miss Planner, Uh hit me with some practical ideas. It's funny. I'm not even at like crazy planner. Like some people can be, but I like planning. Yeah. Yeah. I like having a... Just more. Yeah. You're more (laughs) of a planner than me. Okay. So one thing I want to say with planning is that I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel because with... Google, internet stuff, Pinterest, even though I'm not a Pinterester. <gasps> I know many people gasped out <laughs> Gasp. there, but I've been, I've been told I need to be. But just people have come up with lists. People come, have come up with summer bucket lists, 100 things to do in summer with your kids, creative crafts for summer that won't break the bank. I mean, you can find lists everywhere online. And I think it's wise for us to use those lists and not try to come up with our own you know, spend forever trying to brainstorm things, but to go and use the internet, even for our charts and our goals and all that. But secondarily in planning, I'm thinking, I got this chart idea I was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. I'm super pumped about it. Hit me with the chart idea. It better be awesome. But basically it's just a way to organize and I'm going to get the kids involved and we've been talking through what should go on this chart. So, you know, all of us together in just things to do over the summer that is not just fun. Uh Uh-huh. I want there to be activities. That's going to be one, you know, piece of colored paper that has activities. And we're going to come up with a bunch of different activities. But I also want there to be things like we're talking about Bible time. And I want to come up with things to memorize with the kids. I want to come up with different books we want to start or finish that we maybe started before devotionals. Um, Ways that we're going to read through a section of the Bible. I mean, I want to have some goals on that. Yeah. I'd love for there to be a chores part of the chart that has a different list of chores that we're going to really tackle. Service is one thing I was really thinking about. I want to get our kids involved more and more in serving other people. Summer is a great time to begin to really train them on how to write letters to encourage people or notes. Also, 
putting some ideas of, you know, visit someone with, for, with an encouragement snack or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, someone at Snacks the church. Snacks are always encouraging. Yeah, it's true. Food, food. Uh, but, you know, go to the church and, and thank the pastor. I mean, there's just a lot of things that you can come up with on the service side that yeah. is going to be, that's la- going to last longer than the moment there because totally. you're training your children how to serve others. So Wait, does your chart have a colored piece of paper that just at the top says husband and it has like check boxes like rub shoulders <laughs> go on dates with yeah spend special time with because i'm just wondering if that made the the mental list of this glorious chart in your mind where do, where does that one fit in definitely that's a hot pink paper oh. <laughs> for you and me only i'm just keeping it Whoa. in my room <laughs> no yeah you you're definitely you know I don't know. What uh, to do say. I make the list? You make the list. Okay. Yeah, you make the list. Okay. How to help daddy. Because we're getting the kids involved. Okay. Yeah. Good. But I think I think this is a great way to organize, to plan and to organize and have some goals for the summer that's visible. You can even let the kids pick, let get them involved. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more other things that you can include on that, and I've brainstormed some. But I just think in having practical suggestions out there for you to see that you've spent some time putting together will help make the summer when you have those moments of what do I do right now? Yeah. You've got something in place. Yeah. So I guess just by way of challenge, uh, we, we would want to recommend that you have a conversation with your spouse about goals for the summer mm-hmm. before the summer starts and before it's over. <laughs> right. And, you know, after you have that discussion about goals, maybe you can create some your own chart or your own list or whatever it may be uh, just to be proactive this summer and uh, hit some of those important targets. Right, and your summer should look a little different than (laughs) a non-Christian summer. That's right. Right? So how can you plan so that it is wise and purposeful now Mm. so that you get to the end and you say, well, I didn't waste it. Look at what we've done for the Lord. Look at how our family's grown. Look at how our children have grown. Look at what we've accomplished because of some wisdom and thinking in advance about it. Boom. Love it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, enjoy your summer. Yes. It's here. It's exciting. That's right. All right. See you at the beach. See you. Have a great day.